Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, a deadly coast-to-coast storm heads east as millions brace for a dangerous wave of tornadoes, snow, and ice. Tornadoes touch down for a second day a row in the deep south, destroying neighborhoods, killing a mother and son. Plus the major winter storm heading for the northeast after it pummels the plains. Migrant emergency. We're in El Paso tonight. With an average of 2,500 crossings a day, CBS's Lilia Luciano talks to a man who's worked at a shelter there for four decades, and he says it's never been worse. The Fed raises interest rates to the highest level in 15 years. What it means for the housing market. The poisoning of America. A father's mission to end fentanyl deaths after losing his son. We go to the Justice Department to get answers. Why isn't this a national security crisis? And Iron Man, The Little Mermaid, and When Harry Met Sally. What these three classic films all have in common. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Wednesday night. A U.S. border city is on edge as an influx of migrants cross into the United States and thousands more are expected in the coming days. Plus, we've got our reporting on America's fentanyl crisis, our search for answers on what's being done to protect our children. But we do want to begin with that coast-to-coast storm that is threatening millions from the northern plains to the Gulf of Mexico. Just moments ago, a tornado touched down just outside New Orleans. 
And as we come on the air, winter storm alerts are posted from the Rocky Mountains to the Great Lakes as the East Coast prepares for a powerful blast of ice and snow. In the South, a rare December outbreak of tornadoes killed at least three people in Louisiana. CBS's Elise Preston is going to lead off our coverage from Farmerville, Louisiana, where more than 20 people were injured when a tornado ripped through that town. Good evening, Elise. Good evening, Nora. Louisiana is under a state of emergency tonight. The governor says the threat of severe weather is far from over for families across the state. Yep, that's a tornado heading our way. Tonight, a tornado okay. ripping through New Orleans. Officials confirming a twister tore through Jefferson Parish. Whoa, look at that. Before passing into eastern portions of the city, causing widespread damage. That's a, tor- there's a tornado on the ground. It's the second tornado to hit the New Orleans area today, with St. Charles Parish taking a direct hit. At least one person was killed there. Holy Moses. The storm's part of a monster winter system, causing chaos from the south to the north, where blizzard conditions have shut down major highways. Further west in Louisiana, several houses and a medical center were damaged as a suspected twister roared through New Iberia. The storm turned deadly overnight after an EF2 tornado tore through the small town of Keithville, killing a young boy and his mother. His body found a half mile from their demolished home. I seen a tree come falling down, come down, and the power line had come down with it. While in Farmerville, houses were blown off their foundation after a late night twister struck with little warning. By the time the tornado warning was received, the tornado hit and it just it did mass destruction. More than 20 people were injured. Cars were flipped and belongings scattered about. Today, the McMichaels picked through what was left of their home, pulling out family treasures and Christmas decorations. It's overwhelming. I don't, I don't know where to start. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, you just gotta pick up and move on. What's next? Here in Farmerville, families say it will take weeks to clean up. Meanwhile, it's not clear how much damage is in the state's largest city, New Orleans. Nora? Oh, Elise, thinking of these families just before Christmas. Thank you. Well, tonight, this storm system is pushing east. Let's get the forecast from Jackie Jarris with our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Jackie. Good evening, Nora. More than a dozen tornadoes have already been confirmed, and that number will go up as the risk will continue through the rest of the evening and even into the overnight. This is the highest tornado risk we've had in some time, and this all happening in the month of December. This line of storms will march to the east. Embedded rotation will be possible within that line as it heads towards the panhandle of Florida. Tomorrow, we'll see more tornadoes possible from North Florida down to the I-4 quarter, perhaps even into Georgia and South Carolina. Now, there is a winter side to all of this. We've got winter weather alerts in effect for millions into the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic. Icy conditions for the morning commute in Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and Philadelphia. Heavy snow expected in the interior, some spots getting more than a foot. Nora? Jackie, thank you. Tonight, the country is bracing for a migration influx as a pandemic-era restriction that allows officials to immediately expel migrants crossing into the U.S. is set to be lifted next week. About 7,000 migrants have entered the border city of El Paso, Texas, in just the past three days, and that number could soon nearly double. CBS's Lilia Luciano is there for us. 
Migrants here in El Paso face dangerous conditions with temperatures expected to drop below freezing. The cold last night was brutal, said Christopher Silva, who was processed and released by border authorities with his wife and two children. He slept outside a shelter in El Paso, unsheltered. The city is under incredible strain, seeing an average of 2,500 crossings a day. People are going to ask you, where can I go? Where do I go? What do you tell them? And, and to say, I, I don't have a place for you, because all the places I know are also full. For over four decades, Ruben Garcia has served migrants at Annunciation House and says he has never seen El Paso like this. The situation is only expected to get worse a week from today when Title 42, a pandemic-era law that the U.S. uses to turn migrants away, is set to expire. Garcia says a humanitarian crisis here can only be prevented if the city, county, churches and the federal government step up efforts to shelter thousands more. If Title 42 gets lifted and those four entities are not operating at their max, you're going to be down here doing more stores with many, many more people sleeping out on the street in even colder weather. Today, I've heard from families who have fled political persecution, who've survived kidnappings and are now facing this punishing cold, relying on the kindness of strangers to bring donations. The local authorities and NGOs are hoping that the federal government will open Fort Bliss as a shelter, something, Nora, that has been done before. Well, we'll be watching. Lilia Luciano, thank you so much. There was chilling testimony today as the man accused of attacking the 82-year-old husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi appeared in a San Francisco courtroom. A police officer showed the hammer allegedly used to break into the Pelosi residence on October 28th and then demonstrated how the suspect, David DePap, struck Paul Pelosi's head. Another officer testified that DePap said he had a list of other targets, including Hunter Biden, Tom Hanks, and California's governor, Gavin Newsom. The Federal Reserve has expected raised interest rates to the highest level in 15 years, and there is likely more rate hikes to come next year as the central bank tries to ease inflation. Well, in tonight's Money Watch, CBS's Tanya Rivera reports on what the rising rates mean for a once white-hot housing market. I love the windows. The experience of buying a new home has been filled with ups and downs for Mashur Hossein. What would you characterize that process as? Traumatic. The software engineer closed on this Long Island home in August. He began searching in January, with pressure mounting as mortgage rates and inflation surged over the summer and as he prepared for his wedding. After about 50 plus open houses, hundreds of searches online, sleepless nights, we were able to find uh, this house here. Mortgage rates, indirectly tied to the Fed rate, have been steadily declining for four straight weeks, down almost a full percentage point to 6.3%. I don't think anyone knows uh, whether we're going to have a recession or not. And if we do, whether it's going to be a deep one or not. It's just, it's not knowable. Today's half-point increase is not likely to be the last, as the Fed tries to lower inflation while avoiding a recession. We don't see anything that indicates we're ever going to go back to that 2 or 3 or 4% interest rate anytime soon. Jennifer Wahab is a real estate agent in Houston. Buyers are starting to get used to where they are now. They're over that sticker shock of the increasing rates. And we realize that this is probably about where they're going to be for the foreseeable future. Hossein and his new bride, Nabila, say they feel like the love 
lucky ones. I feel great. Uh, I feel like uh, I won a battle. I wish that others get the chance to experience what I have. The realtor we spoke with advises buyers to remember your interest rate is not permanent. If it goes down in the future, you can refinance. If interest rates go up, you'll be glad you lock them in where they are now. Nora. That is a good reminder. Tanya Rivera, thank you so much. President Biden declared today a day of remembrance, marking 10 years since the mass shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut, where a gunman opened fire and killed 20 children and six adults. A decade after this tragedy, there have been nearly 4,300 mass shootings, 38 of them at schools. CBS' Nikki Batiste spoke with parents who are honoring their children's lives by working to protect other families from gun violence. Dylan um, was this gorgeous little boy with these gigantic blue eyes. He was always smiling and laughing. On the last day of Daniel's life, I taught him how to play Jingle Bells. One month after Nicole Hockley and Mark Barden lost their young sons, six-year-old Dylan and seven-year-old Daniel, they helped launch Sandy Hook Promise, a nonprofit focused on protecting America's children from gun violence. Look for warning signs and threats. It's Know the Signs programs are used in more than 23,000 schools nationwide, which the group says have helped stop at least 11 credible planned school shootings in seven states. The spectrum of violence is, it's, it's an escalating thing. Someone doesn't go straight to suicide or homicide. So we're focused on how do we, at the earlier end of that scale, intervene and get help. In June, President Biden signed into law the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. It includes enhanced background checks for people 18 to 21 and invests money in mental health resources and red flag laws, which allow authorities to take guns from people deemed dangerous. How do you want your sons to be remembered? First of all, I want people to know who Daniel was. And then to think, what can I do to be part of the change to make sure that that doesn't happen again? And I want them to look at my son and see their own children in his eyes and think about what can you do as a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle to take meaningful action so that this never happens to you. Or anyone. Or anyone. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, Newtown, Connecticut. Well, there is sad news in the entertainment world today. The DJ, dancer, and producer known as Twitch died by suicide just three days after celebrating his wedding anniversary. 40-year-old Stephen Boss rose to fame with his appearances on the show So You Think You Can Dance and as a DJ on the daytime talk show Ellen. CBS's Jeff Begay's tonight on why this is shining a spotlight on mental health issues. He was known for his dance moves on The Ellen Show. Growing up in Alabama, Stephen Boss was given the nickname Twitch because he never stopped moving. That, it seems, was the case throughout his life, whether he was on television or going viral. Everything seemed perfect. I think that's why everyone is in shock. Entertainment Tonight co-host Kevin Frazier. He was a positive, shining ray of light. He walked in and he would light up a room with his positivity and his big personality. The 40-year-old was found dead yesterday in a Los Angeles hotel. In a statement to Entertainment Tonight, his wife, Allison Holker Boss, said he was the backbone of our family, the best husband and father. Hollywood celebrities have been weighing in. Viola Davis said that she was at a loss for words. Ellen said she was heartbroken. 
Twitch rose to fame on her show as the comedian's DJ. In recent years, he and his wife's dance moves drew a large following. Sometimes images don't match reality. According to Dr. Laura Erickson Schroth. A lot of times people are really struggling with things under the surface that, that other people, you know, don't know that they're struggling with. And that's what makes this so shocking, nor mentioned at the top of the broadcast or at the top of this piece about the wedding anniversary. Within days of his sudden death, Twitch posted images of his wedding and he professed his love for his wife as they celebrated their ninth anniversary. Laura. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, people sometimes struggle in silence. So we want you to know if you or someone you know is in crisis, you can call the suicide hotline. That's at 988. Turning overseas, we learned today that a U.S. Air Force veteran was part of a prisoner swap between Russia and Ukraine. The veteran from Minnesota had been arrested by Russian forces in southern Ukraine in June. Also today, Russia attacked the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv with 13 Iranian-made drones. Ukraine says it managed to shoot them down, though several buildings were damaged. We turn now to the single greatest drug threat facing our country, fentanyl. In America, 150 people die from the synthetic opioids every day. And it takes a very small amount of fentanyl to kill someone. And as we've learned in our reporting, few people know that this lethal drug is even in the pill that they are taking. So we wanted to find out what is being done to keep fentanyl out of the hands of America's children. Landon Hausman was a popular basketball star, and at 16 years old, he took a fentanyl-laced Percocet pill and died. Sometimes with fentanyl, you don't get a second chance. Beautiful, beautiful son. He was. Sadly, Landon's story is all too common. Last year, more than 100,000 Americans died from an overdose, the majority from fentanyl, a nearly invisible poison. Did Landon have a sense that he could be buying a pill that would be laced with fentanyl? I don't think he even recognized that that was going to be a possibility. In January, the Maryland high school sophomore bought pills from a dealer through social media. No longer are we talking about meeting on the street and making that connection. The dealer is in your kid's pocket along with the phone. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco oversees the Drug Enforcement Administration and says this is the DEA's top priority. There were more deaths from fentanyl last year than from the wars in Vietnam, Afghanistan, and Iraq combined. Why isn't this a national security crisis? I think it is, Nora. I think it's a national security issue. I think it's a public safety issue. I think it's a public health issue. Deaths among teens have tripled. And in the last year, the DEA says it is investigating more than 120 cases that involve social media. They even issued a warning of emoji code language dealers use to target young buyers. Why isn't there a crackdown by the Justice Department on these social media companies? We're talking to the social media companies, and frankly, we're asking them that, to do more. They need to do more. They need to be policing their platforms. The dealer who sold the fake Percocets to Landon is facing federal charges. But for Hausman, just one arrest isn't enough. What does justice look like to you? I can't go back and change what happened. But what I can do is try to do everything possible so maybe this doesn't happen to someone else. And we are going to try and do our part as well. Another school district has just voted to go to a four-day school week. We've got more on this growing trend. That is straight ahead.
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. A Missouri school district has just joined the growing list of school districts going to a four-day week. That's right. The Independent School Board said it's trying to attract more teachers, support staff, and bus drivers. The district will take Mondays off and add 35 minutes to the other school days. That is starting next fall. More than 500 districts in 25 states have adopted this four-day schedule. France today won the chance for a rare repeat at the World Cup. That story is next. The matchup is set for the World Cup final on Sunday. France ended Morocco's Cinderella run today, winning 2-0. They'll face Lionel Messi and Argentina, who defeated Croatia on Tuesday. France is now one victory away from becoming the first nation in 60 years to win back-to-back World Cups. The death of CBS sports contributor Grant Wall at the World Cup stunned American soccer fans. Well, today we learned the cause of death was a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Wall's wife, Dr. Celine Gounder, revealed the news today on CBS Mornings. White flowers were placed in Wall's press box seat, honoring his passion for sports. Some classic movies, including The Little Mermaid and When Harry Met Sally, received a special honor today. That's next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod 
to 500-500. Finally tonight, the National Film Registry released its annual list of movies to honor for their cultural, historical, or aesthetic significance. The 1989 romantic comedy When Harry Met Sally, with its famous scene in a New York deli, made the list. I'll have what she's having. Other inductees included Disney's 1989 animated film, The Little Mermaid, and the 1988 musical, Hairspray. Marvel Studios' 2008 hit, Iron Man, and the 1976 horror classic, Carrie, also made the cut. The Library of Congress selects 25 films each year to showcase the diversity of American film and highlight the importance of preserving those artworks. Also give something to watch over the holidays. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.